Welcome to episode 148 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And I'm beyond happy to bring back one of the first guests we've ever had, Animal Farm, to talk about their brand new record, We Are One. And it's uh, I'm also very proud to say that this new record has won a NAPA award. That's the National Parenting Product Awards. And this record is great, and they deserve it, and I'm very, very proud of them. As uh, as I as I mentioned the first time I talked with with Dave and Seth, um, I've known Dave for a long time, probably since around the year 2001. So I am uh, I'm very proud of what he's accomplished in the kids and family music industry. So. The song you just heard is the title track, We Are One, from the new record, just a little clip. And if you stay tuned all the way to the end, you can hear that whole song. And it's great. So here is my follow-up conversation with Seth and Dave from Animal Farm all about their new record, We Are One. Of course, if you want to reach me, you can find me via email, mike at goodstuffpod.com, or find me on social media, the at symbol, goodstuffpod. Thanks for listening. Share with a friend. Here is Animal Farm. Good stuff. There's uh-huh. one little bit of whistling that I uh, I had to really struggle to get that high C out. Uh-huh. But uh, at live shows, I found that it's I actually You're might be imp- I might doing... be improving my whistling. You range. are doing great. You, you <laughs> have definitely improved. Well, it's very hard. I have to go. That's the whole thing. That was beautiful. I think that was like totally like you were in pitch the whole way through. And I'm gonna say that we're starting recording right now because I want to be able to use that. It is. Uh, we're back. Guys, we're back in in a major way. I have my buddies with from Animal Farm. Two of them, Farmer Dave and the Sheriff, are here. You, those are still your names, right? Yeah, <laughs> good. We still go by our stage names, Farmer Dave and the Sheriff. But uh, I think that it's also cool. Animal Farm's been um, progressing, and the new album has a different sound. And we really are rocking out with our friends Thor on the drums and Sly on the violin. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. So yeah, like we're we're we still uh, call each other Farmer Dave and the Sheriff on stage, but I think we're also like evolving past that a little bit. Yeah, at home we now just go by Dave and Seth. Yeah, there was oh, a little okay. while where we really tried to, you know, immerse ourselves, kind of like Daniel Day Lewis, and really uh-huh. live our characters every day. But it um, it became a challenge for our uh, everyone in our lives. Yeah, I mean, the Sheriff's badge <laughs> is really pointy, and it's uh-huh. just not always. It gets in the, like if you need to sit down and eat some vegetables you could get poked no one likes right. to get poked it's no yeah. fun so let's uh let's just do this for vocal distinguishing purposes can you guys just introduce yourselves my name is david Layden, uh, and i'm seth adams and, and we are animal farm <laughs> oh my <laughs> you should know just for just for transparency's sake on all ends i have i woke up about half an hour ago so everything that Animal Farm is doing right now is bringing me the, the most joy that could possibly happen. Can you tell me one more time what what band are you guys? Should I do, I'll do the higher part? You do the lower part. Sure. Animal. Well, we didn't have a key that we picked ahead of time. You know, that's the hard part. 
I think I don't think you can. Uh, and we have all kinds of animals on the farm. Yeah, cows and rabbits and pigs and ducks and snakes. Oh, <laughs> snakes! But I remember. So, so we should say that we have talked before, and there there is occasion for us to 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 come back together, and we'll get to that in just a second. But we we had, uh, the last time we talked, we talked a lot about the show that you guys do and the and the emphasis that you put on education and the emphasis that you put on sort of making the show <clears throat> meaningful and worthwhile to families. So that's just to like bring everyone up to speed on on where we left off about I would say 2 years ago because this is one one of the very first episodes I should say of the Good Stuff Kids podcast when when you guys came on and and we've all come a long way since then and that's uh, crazy yeah we were looking you've got like 140 something episodes yeah yeah it's true good for you that's awesome thanks and we uh, feel honored that we were there at the beginning there at the beginning and you'll be there the whole way through whether you like it or not (laughs) yeah (laughs) even when you're on gymlet you'll still bring us back yeah oh absolutely that's a um I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be on that, but uh, <laughs> I know I know what you mean. Maybe yeah. Okay. Anyway, so but we're back together for a very happy reason, and that reason is that you all are, have put out. Is it out officially? So today we should say is July 30th. When does this record release? August 24th. It will be available, and we're celebrating with a release party on August 26th at the Den Theater in Chicago. Oh, Leading up to that, we're going to be we've been releasing a series of music videos that we recorded and singles online. And um, we've got a, uh, an awesome publicist helping us to, like, spread the good word about Animal Farm. Um, and so we're getting some really encouraging press running up to it. We're really excited to be back with you on this podcast. And um, and this CD is so fun. We can't wait for the whole world to hear yeah. these. 14 new songs we got yeah. for him. There's, there's a bunch. That's I, I spent some time listening this morning. And and we even talked, you even sort of mentioned this a little bit, but I'd like to, you know, before we dig into any of the specific songs, you mentioned that the sound is different. Like the sound has changed of the band. How would you, like, could you describe that a little bit more? Yeah, I think on the first album, um, it reflected uh, more kind of Americana roots feel. We had a lot of uh, acoustic instruments, banjo, really influenced by country and uh, bluegrass music, uh, infused with rock. And on this album, I mean, I think in general, the overall quality is better because we recorded in one place as opposed to seven or eight places. Uh-huh. Um, but also the the songs reflect, I think, a... Uh, a broader set of influences from rock to Tin Pan Alley to jazz to Afro pop to folk. And um, we've also spent a little bit more time refining the arrangements, um, having the space to do it in a more cohesive process. Right. So you, you would say that like, is there more of a consistency sonically? Because like, is that actually a thing? Like, because you recorded in one place, like it's going to sound more cohesive than doing it in, in several places. Like you mentioned. I think so. And I think the other thing that makes it sound more cohesive is is that we have like a, a band sound now with a quartet with uh, Thor Bremer on the drums and, and Stephanie Sly Young on the violin. And the four of us got together and recorded the basic tracks for this album in, in, in one day, which gives us, uh, even though we spent many, many, many hours in the studio on this particular record, like the there's a live feel to it, a live quartet band feel to this album that's like uh i think really consistent throughout it and and keeps the energy up and you really kind of 
you can feel like you're there with us. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you mentioned the videos too, and I, I watched the video for Awesome Possum. And it's it, like, first of all, David, let's get a little bit music nerdy for a second here. Good use of octaves. I enjoyed that. I, I, I oh, on the octaves. Of the oh, yeah, guitar, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I was going to say Seth wrote that song. Seth wrote, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I was really inspired by um, some of that like Jimmy World uh, kind of playing and just different kinds of like 90s pop that I, that we now look back on as kind of uh, nostalgia music. Yeah. So thanks. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and it's actually available for free right now. You can download Awesome uh-huh. Possum at uh, our website. If you go to the, the listen pa- page, you can download direct from uh, yeah. Bandcamp. So, Seth, while we're on Awesome Possum, tell mm-hmm. me, what. just give us a little bit of insight into what that song is about. What that song what? Is about. Oh, is about? Yeah. <laughs> um, that, you know, every song sort of comes into being in its own special way. Sometimes, like, a melody will pop into your head, or sometimes you really like a cool chord progression. Sometimes it starts with an animal that you're like, I really want to write a song about a snake, like... And in the case of Awesome Possum, the song came about because I liked the way the words awesome and possum sounded next to each other. Uh-huh. And I'm like, how can we write a song that uses the hook Awesome Possum? And they're like, what's so awesome about this possum? Well, this possum, um, he dances. Yeah, that's what he'll do. Yeah. So instead of playing dead when uh, the predator comes, then we come up with the predator. David ends up playing the character of the big bad wolf in the song. It's a natural fit for me. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you know, it just kind of like one thing just sparks the next. Uh, and then the, the melody came to me pretty quickly for Awesome Possum. And, and, and then the story sort of followed from there. Jack, the little possum, I found I did, you know, my basic research on possums. Oh, a family of possums is called a passel. So that's oh. how the song starts with a passel of possums. And little boy possums are called Jacks and little girl possums are called Jills. So our protagonist is the son. Uh, of this possum family and his name's Jack and the family comes across the big bad wolf. And what does Jack do? He decides to, to dance in such a wild and unique way that the big bad wolf is ultimately scared off. That's the story of awesome that's, possum. That's, that's in depth. <laughs> I like that. That was very, yeah, you actually don't need to listen to this. <laughs> yeah. no, you, see, you have to listen to the song. Um, no, yeah, you do have to listen to the song. It's a, it's a fabulous song. When Seth brought it to us, it was just like, we knew it would be a hit. Yeah, it's funny because uh, most of our songs are, uh, are are collaborative in some way. Um, some of the like our favorite songs, like the the snail song, which is called "Slow Down." Um, that's that's a song that came came about like really organically as a as a uh, collaborative writing process with me and Dave. Uh-huh. That's good. It's good to have. It's good to have a partner. It's good to have a buddy. So there's a lot of clever stuff going on, in, even in just the song titles for this record. You know, there's yeah. Totes Magoats. Tell us a little totes bit about. Goats. Tell us about Totes. The Totes is a song um, I wrote, and it's uh, one of the few songs that I've written on piano for the project. So that's really fun. I recorded on a like a vintage Wurlitzer like student piano. So um, that was a real trip. But also it. Uh, it's kind of about me as a child and to some extent me as an adult. But the, the story is about Totes, who's this very chill, chill, chill goat who just really lets things slide. But that, you know, there's more backstory he wants us to know that he wasn't always so chill. And that when he was a kid, um, he was uh, had trouble letting go of things. And so, you know, we, we didn't want the song to be called Let It Go, even though that's the hook, because um, <laughs> we're worried about being... Um, 
having any l- legal actions taken against us. Uh, but we are, uh, you know, the song's about trying to like get to a place where we can let go of those little things that we sometimes hold on to. Uh-huh. Like water off a goat's back. Oh, like, like water that. off a Fair goat's back. Is that Which a- is not a lyric from the song, but, but that's a thing. That's, that's the thing. T- that's the T-shirt. Water off a goat's back. It might not be the thing. It could be. Actually, a we're gonna have tote bags for tote, tote bags for totes. Because- and, and we want to like yeah, limit the number of different sizes of things that we need to buy. So if tote, <laughs> tote bags are pretty awesome. In yeah, terms one size of, fits all. One yeah. size does fit all. Okay, and then the other, I mean, just based totally on title alone and content mm-hmm. of the song, which I think is extremely clever, is pause and think. But it's not P-A-U-S-E, it's P-A-W-S. So, oh, whoops, typo. No, nah, I don't think so. I think it was on Poipus. So tell me. It was me. on Poipus. Pur- 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 oh, it man. was on Dolphin. Uh-huh. It was on Humpback. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's another song that we wrote collaboratively. And it's one of our oldest songs. Oh, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we wrote it back well, when we most li- aged. You know, we don't when we lived in Boston, there's a number of tunes that we've been playing live for for oh, yeah? most Seven, eight years, <laughs> uh, most of our time that that made it to this album, either because they were cut from the first album or we just didn't get to it. Um, but yeah, pause and think is um, again, it's about like being in a, a relationship and being able to kind of step back and look at conflict as something that's natural and something you work through rather than something that's like ultimate or finite. And so through the use of these kind of animal puns um, and later on this little, you know, dialogue, we are able to communicate a little bit about how we practice as adults and as humans are constantly having to practice these kind of same strategies of uh, repairing relationships. Right. And, and it's, it's applicable all the way up and down age ranges right so like everyone needs help with that it's not easy. everyone needs help with that <clears throat> everyone needs to be reminded that at the end of the day you know we are two birds of a feather or two fish of a scale or two well, cats yeah. of a whisker or I, two dogs of a tail to give a shout out to uh, our <laughs> friends who, who have an independent publishing company here in um chicago it's called candor art their motto is still learning and if uh if they had taken it i think that would be a good thing for animal farm as well because it's um talking about lifelong learning not just in the like intellectual sense but in the social emotional sense right well. yeah right. we're always learning how to like get along and be better human <laughs> especially the two of us <laughs> <laughs> um so the, so the title of the album and the last track of the album is we are one and i think it's a great you know it it's reaching out to the global community and 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 encouraging people to think about people and treat them as they want to be treated. So I don't want to say too much about it, but like how did this get to be the the title of the record and thematically sort of where you're at? Uh, um, So, well, I I wrote the riff over probably like 15 years ago. um, And it was originally a kind of folk song that I'd written in the early 2000s in response to kind of the um, social situation I was in engaging in. Um, and then I kind of, you know, was never really happy with it, never felt complete. And so I brought it back for Animal Farm and we were um, working on our live show a lot and kind of felt like we needed a song to summarize um, the topics and themes that we were exploring. And so in writing We Are One, which actually came to me, I wrote most of the lyrics in a day Um that it just kind of it, it encapsulates 
our guiding ethos, which is mm-hmm. that, you know, we're all humans. We live on the earth together and we have to figure out a way to um, share it. Right. Yeah. When Dave brought that song to me, it was like it was uh, it, it was so instantly perfect for for us that I that I just knew that it would be the centerpiece of the next album because it really does have this lovely tying it all together kind of feel to it. Uh, it's also, you know, something else about We Are One, it's a similar sentiment to the original motto of the United States, which is E Pluribus Unum, out of many, one. And so, yeah, like we've t- talked about, the animal farm is like growing, you know, we can think of it as a metaphor for like our larger communities, our country or the planet, like. Um, but the farm is, you know, the spaces that you inhabit. Right. And you make of it what you want. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. All right. I like that. I like these big ideas. So it sounds like things are, (laughs) things are, uh, things are scaling up, right? So how have you, you mentioned you're playing some, some bigger kinds of places. Has the show changed? Because I know, you know, when we talked before, there was a lot of like, you know, costumes. There was a spider, right? Is, am, I, am I making this so up? The spider costume. Dave's still struggling with a little PTSD a, around that. Spider the spider costume um, is not comfortable. Okay. Um, it, it, and it has made some kids cry. <laughs> um, and it's not just talking about me. No, but actually, like, it can be a little bit scary. Uh, and it's just that we found that, um, especially when we're playing in more community settings, that um, the some of the theatrical elements don't translate as well when we don't necessarily have a captive audience like we would in a school. Right. So Boris will still come out for school concerts. Unfortunately, That's the spider, by the way. Right, Boris right, right. is the spider, and right. he's a vegetarian, and you know the whole thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, but. Uh, for parks and libraries and especially concerts that have a lot of younger uh, audience members, we want to make sure that we're um, engaging them where they're at and sometimes having a lot of dialogue that we happen to deliver quickly because we are fast talkers. Uh Um, But having a lot of dialogue in general because sometimes loses people, especially if parents are talking and there's other kind of stuff going on in the space. So we do have, we still, Scaly is my best friend. He's a snake. And still comes to every show with me. Okay. And and we still uh, love to, you know, we've been doing Cranky Pants for pretty much the whole length of the band, which is a song where kids just love to howl and make animal noises along with us. So that's still something. It, what, what's fun is, though, our bag of tricks just keeps getting bigger. Yeah, like, we can sure. reach into that bag and, like, now we have more, way more songs that we can pull out. So we can play 90 minutes of music nonstop. Or we can do a shorter show with a smaller crowd that incorporates more like conversation and games and that kind of stuff. So we we have a bigger palette now that we can that we can draw from. Yeah, and we also like whereas before it felt um, very performative, we really engage with the audience uh, l- less about bringing in guests on stage, but really have conversations during shows. Yeah, and um, borrowing from the expertise of the people in the audience. I think that it's one thing to talk about. Uh, writing a show that doesn't um, condescend to to youth and young people, but we also try to like incorporate their voice and their input into the show. So when we play Cranky Pants, we ask people to talk about the things that make them cranky. Or when we play Two Headed Tortoise, which is about a two headed tortoise that have <laughs> some issues around space cohabitation, cohabitation, <laughs> and need and have conflicts as siblings, we ask audience members to talk about that and share what are the conflicts that they have with their siblings. And um, that's just, to, and even we, we play uh, Autobahn Zoo by the meters. It's like one of the only covers we play, uh-huh. but 
we we not only go to the zoo, we go to the sea, we go to the sky, and we ask audience members to help us write the verses as we go by naming the animals that they're excited about. So awesome. it's really been uh, – the show has evolved in a lot of ways, and yeah. we are – Having more fun than ever. And it sounds like you guys are, are at a stage where you're totally confident, like being improvisational on stage in front of the audience, which I think is a it's a that's a brave move. That's a brave as someone who's done that. It's a brave move because it can go a couple ways. It can ways. go wrong sometimes, but man, when it goes right, it is the absolute best it's feeling. It's so fun. I, right. I think as educators, I can I can speak for myself. Um, I'm in. I see parents demonstrating so much improvisation day to day that it inspires me and I draw influence from the parents in the mommy and me groups that I teach or the, or the parent and me groups or the circle times or the whatever I'm teaching at. Like I find that I see parents improvising and that really informs our work as yeah. performers too. Yeah. So you got to be shout to out to the parents out there. Shout for out. Your toes yeah. <laughs> thank you. As a, as a parent, I will say thank you for noticing because it thank often you. feels like I'm performing for an audience of three and they hate it. <laughs> ah, <laughs> tough crowd. Tough crowd tonight. <laughs> um, so I guess before we wrap, Dave, I, do you want to say something about your other project that I've seen? It's a sort of a duo. Do you, oh, Dave is there, and Lisa. Yeah. Do you want to direct people towards that at all? Yeah. So that's uh, facebook.com slash Dave and Lisa music. That's right now the only place to check us out. I guess we're on uh, YouTube as well, but we don't have any subscribers. Subscribe so we can have like a actual uh, URL that you can type in. And um, uh, yeah, it's just it's more geared towards early childhood music, um, replaying our favorites that we learned with Rafi and Sharon Lois and Bram and Sherry Lewis. But also Lisa writes music and is a really talented early childhood educator. And so um, we had talked about collaborating and this just kind of is a, a fun thing we do. And so the videos are free and they're available for families. And, and we hope that we can provide some hours of joy or entertainment or distraction for you and your, <laughs> you and your little ones. Um, and yeah, we're trying to do, cl start organizing classes as well. Cool. So um, check us out. Great. And Seth, anything, any, any side projects? Are you still at Ravinia doing the teaching? No, I'm a high school band director now. I'm heading into my third year doing that ah. uh, full time. So that's a that's a that's a a wonderful opportunity and also you know a great challenge to to balance all, along with uh, all the stuff that's going on with Animal Farm right, right now. But right. we've been had so many shows this summer. Uh, been great fun with various uh, friends joining us along the way. Animal Farm's getting bigger too. Like our community in, in Chicago keeps getting larger. So. While we love to play with uh, Thor and Sly, who you hear on the CD, we got some other friends too that will uh, join us here and there. So yeah, wow. we had a saxophone awesome. player, Carolina Pruce, and a drummer, Matt Smallgan, sit in with us at a couple shows in Skokie and in uh, Darien, Illinois, and it was a real, real treat. That's so, amazing! Wow, it sounds yeah. it sounds like things are really. Oh, sorry, Dave, go ahead. Well, I was going to say we're hoping to put out a free uh, Hanukkah EP this year, so uh, that's legit. We're that now I said it out loud. So now you said it. We're, we have to do it. Yeah, so. accountability. Yeah. Well, that so obviously, like the relationship between the Good Stuff Kids podcast and Animal Farm will never end. That is, that <laughs> is both like that hear. is both a promise and a threat. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so when that when that record comes out, um, obviously we can. We can talk dreidels. I'm totally into talking dreidels and lockas. That's what I do. Laka, yeah, we're trying to get the rights to I'm a Laka by uh, Debbie Friedman. Uh, okay, so okay. That, that's kind of the 
the baseline. Okay, great. Well, hopefully that'll work out now. Yeah, thanks. Um, so tell. But in the meantime, we really hope that everyone will like, <laughs> yeah, let's get really excited about. We yeah. are we <laughs> are one www.animalfarmband.com. Although we are just Animal Farm, my father's Animal Farm Band. We're just Animal Farm. No, sorry, that was bad. <laughs> um, okay, good. And the new record is "We Are One" comes out August twenty fourth. Um, yep. I will just say that I'm so, I'm like kind of proud, you know, like, in, in a, like, I'm proud that you guys are, are, are taking, you know, it sounds like things are on a, an upward swing and there's a lot of momentum and it's really great. And like, again, like we, my family loves your music. I mean, Dave, like I, I'm sort of genetically predisposed to love anything that you do because we've known oh. each other for a long time, but yeah. you don't have to necessarily like what someone does, even though you <laughs> no, know, you them. don't. So like it is, tr- it is with true honesty that I appreciate what you all are, are putting together. So um thanks for that good luck with the record animalfarmband.com you're on facebook twitter instagram all of those things yeah no yeah maybe? facebook and instagram and okay. we'll get on twitter we can do twitter if you want yeah, the, the, the birds we, the birds really they tweet enough yeah we yeah, don't there's a lot of tweeting tweet. going there's on. a lot of tweeting okay so fair enough. our instagram and and facebook and, YouTube. and yeah lots of great videos yeah youtube for sure so there's so. there's more videos coming yep Awesome. Well, you guys, I uh, keep the energy level high. Keep enjoying Woo. working together and being together. And thanks for taking the time with me. Yeah. And thanks for supporting so many great artists. So yeah, no, thanks for having soon. us. No problem. Thanks again to Dave and Seth for coming to talk about that brand new record. We are one. You can find it wherever you get your music. And of course, stay tuned just a second for the whole song of We Are One. I want to encourage you to go back and listen to the first time that Animal Farm was on the Good Stuff Kids podcast from July of 2016. So it's really been about two years. And um, it's cool to hear how they've grown as musicians and what they do and, and how much they still enjoy making music together. So check that out. You can find all of the episodes from the past at www.goodstuffpod.com. They're all there. Raffi, Lori Berkner, Casper Babypants, Animal Farm, Mr. Seth, whoever it is that you want to find and see if they're good stuff for kids and families. And Mrs. Good Stuff's making a bagel. And that's why you hear crinkling. And there's someone at the door. Here is We Are One by Animal Farm. around the sun 
slices to a pie, a part of one community, reaching for 